Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. I want to rock! Bernie and Sid in the morning on the Red Apple Podcast Network. I want to thank all of you here for including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative... Jackie, are you here? No, no, no. Where's Jackie? I, I didn't think she was, she was supposed to be here. <laughs> oh, no, Jackie. So I've got this friend, Stephanie Perales, and her husband, Ralph. And they started as listeners to be down in Florida. They live in Orlando, not far from Disney. And they lost their power uh, from Hurricane Ian. And the good news is they've got a generator. So Stephanie texted me this morning, and she says, we're doing okay. We've got a generator. And I said, good. You at least can get through the day. you got light. She goes, we don't care. We just need electricity to make sure me and Ralph can listen to you. I swear to God. I, I mean, I've got the text. I can't show it to you. But um, that's how some of these folks are, and that's very humbling. So I love you, Stephanie, and you too, Ralph, and good luck down there. It is an S show down in Florida. And um, you, Frank Morano, the great Frank Morano. Yes. I went, once visited Florida. That's the only time you've been no, there? No, I've been there a couple times. You're um, wishing them the best. A major superstar here, by the way. Overnights gets incredible ratings and is a super guy. Um, you're not a big Florida guy, though. No, I mean, I, I like Florida to visit. I am so over hearing New Yorkers wistfully go on and on about how they wish they could move to Florida. I just, yeah. I don't get the whole culture of Florida. And I know in the minority because every day I talk to a different person yeah. that says I'm moving to Florida or I can't wait to move to Florida. They like the political climate. A lot of them, a lot of them like the actual climate. Uh, a lot of them like the taxes. But uh, with with the gators and the hurricanes and the, um, you know, needing I mean, air conditioning just, 10 months a year, just, it's you, not for me. You couldn't sound any dumber. Bernie did the I, same I, thing I, for years. Uh, I live there. Now, I was bored, so I came back. But gators and hurricanes? And dinner you, at 4.30 in you the can, afternoon? You can walk the streets in Fort Lauderdale, in Boca Raton. No one's going to come up and stab you. There's no filth and dirt and homeless. Nobody is scraping that's part ice of New York's off their charm. No, it's I not. need a little filth. No, that's why people are leaving. I, I know. So, in I all know. seriousness, the quality of life I hear you. is I hear a you. thousand times better Again, I was bored, and in this business, if you're in TV or radio, you have to work in New York or Los Angeles to make the big money, which I, I'm not making yet, but I will. Um, you're doing Florida, okay. I can't make, I, you're I'm doing, doing okay. fine, yes. Doing. But um, in terms of living, 
Florida blows New York away by a that, mile. That's what everyone says. I, I no, guess, it's a fact. I, you know, I, I get it. You know, different flavors, right? That's no, why there's chocolate no, and no. vanilla. You just don't know what you're talking uh, about. It's possible. And there's not enough casinos for you in Florida. <laughs> there's plenty of casinos in Florida. Uh, there are? Yeah, first of all, the Seminole Tribe, which right, runs Fort the Hard Rock Casinos. Right. There's they, one. And yeah. uh, I, again, I think there are others as well, but uh, I don't know. No, there's I think you would know better than me. Yeah, you can always fly to the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. It's like less than an hour flight. You're right there in Nassau or Freeport or any one of those uh, uh, spots. But, look, I love New York. I'm back. I live on the beach. I've got a great job. I love my bosses. Uh, ideally, I won't leave until I retire to California. But to compare living in New York to Florida. I'm not comparing. There's, there's no I'm comparison. saying this is where no... I want to live. Right. but Well, because you don't know any better. That's fine. Fine. Yeah. Not the first you time I've been You don't go anyplace else. When was the last time you traveled outside of, of Vegas? Where did you go? Where did you go? Well, you know, I do go to Atlantic City very regularly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, right. My wife and I went to Cape May for uh, for oh, a that, week. I went. Nice. My brother got married in one of the most inconvenient places possible, Hawaii. So I was there oh, for his wedding. Please don't remind me. Uh, and um, I, my my brother-in-law is getting married in December in Mexico. You notice no one ever really gets married in a convenient spot. No, no one ever gets married around the corner, up I the know, block. I know. It's always you got to no. take planes and buses and trains. I got to tell you, though, I went to a book signing on Wednesday in Long Island. You're almost better off going to Hawaii than going to Long Island (laughs) on a weeknight. The the LIE is such a mess. But anyway, you're in here today to talk about a a variety of issues. One is when it comes to local politics, you are far and away the most knowledgeable guy that I know. You and Curtis, not even close. So I had this kid, Michael Ragusa, in Mm. studio yesterday, and he's running against guys like Justin Brennan in Bay Ridge for uh, city council, and I like the kid. He's very, very good. And I used to go to school in Bay Ridge, Poly Prep, Prep, when it was a gorgeous neighborhood, and it's not so gorgeous anymore. So that's one of the heated races coming up. What, what other should we Well, that race to? is not going to be till next year. And we actually don't know uh, what 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 district Ragusa is going to be in. We don't know what district Brandon's going to be in Because either. they keep redistricting right. everything, they, right? They, unprecedented last week. And this got no coverage. But the redistricting commission voted the maps down 8 to 7. So now they're back to the drawing board. It's a very interesting situation. You had the Republican members of the redistricting commission, the Borelli appointees, voting with the Eric Adams appointees to reject these council maps. Wow. So, so it's a kind of an unusual coalition and nobody knows the next step. Apparently they're going to have to try and do some arm twisting to change one, uh, change somebody's mind. So we'll see where that goes. Wow. My friend Jonathan Siegel just texted me and he's a uh, Howard Beach resident. Love Jonathan. Mm. And uh, Tom Sullivan, my friend running for, uh, for assembly uh, around that area, mostly in Queens. Queens, is, Queens. is he running for assembly or Senate? He's running for assembly. assembly. Now he did run for Senate a couple of years mm-hmm. ago, so you're right. But now it's assembly. And, um, well, listen, it's that area, while gorgeous and right by me, that's another area like like Poly Prep, mm-hmm. uh, like a Bay Ridge. Yep. A lot of Italians. It was very well protected, very little crime. And now Howard Beach was seeing home invasions, break-ins. They're stealing cars. So those areas, uh, Frank, they become very important come election day. Yeah, th- there are a number of poten- – of, uh, there's actually an unusual number of competitive districts this year as compared to a typical year in New York City. Now, why is that? Um, I-, I think part of it is due to the momentum that Republicans have. I think part of it is due to the fact that they the courts struck down these congressionally gerrymandered lines. Uh, you have certain seats that are always competitive, like the Maliotakis, Max Rose 
Rose seat, which is my congressional district, that's always going to be a competitive seat, and it is this year. But in Long Island, um, the race for the Zeldin seat is very competitive. The race for um, Kathleen Rice's seat is very competitive. The race for Tom Swazi's seat is very competitive. I wouldn't be shocked. I do think the Republicans hang on to the Zeldin seat with Nick LaLota, but I wouldn't be shocked if either the Democrat or the Republican won either the Swazi seat or the Kathleen Rice seat. Both wow. very competitive seats, and that's because they're not gerrymandered districts. These are competitive uh, districts. And for folks that don't follow it that closely, that's mm-hmm. Nassau or Suffolk County? Um, the, those are, those are prim- Nassau and the uh, Swazi seat has a sliver of Queens gotcha. as well. Gotcha. Uh, the Maliotakis Rose, you mm-hmm. say that'll be very competitive. I, I mean, it, in comparison to the rest of New okay, York City. Gotcha. I think, uh, I think uh, look, the attitude that I'm about to express is the worst thing for if you're a Maliotakis supporter, which I happen to be. Um, I don't think this race is going to be within 10 points. I think Nicole wins this race going away. Now, uh, that's the worst thing that Nicole wants to hear because she doesn't want her supporters resting on their laurels. Right. But the, the way they had gerrymandered this district under the uh, uh, old lines, that would have been very tough for Nicole. I think Max Rose would have won that. But under these new lines, I honestly don't – any look, anything is possible in politics. I don't see any way Nicole loses. Talk to me about the governor's race. Mm-hmm. Everybody has an opinion. And I said this yesterday. I'm asked every single day mm. two things. How is Bernie? Is Zeldin going to win? <laughs> I swear to God. And uh, I always say, is Zeldin going to win? I go, yeah, I think he's got a really good chance. I wouldn't bet on it, to be honest, because we're still outnumbered in a big way in this city. Yeah, well, you don't state. bet anymore anymore. Right, anyway. that's, that's right. But um, if you had to bet on it, mm-hmm. Zeldin wins? No. Well, I mean, I, well, look, look, I'm, I'm going to That was so dismissive. Well, no, I mean, I, I, he made a face. I, he made a face no, like, no. No, I'm going to vote. Well, if I'm going to vote for Zeldin. I think he's doing a great job hammering the issue of uh, congestion pricing, which if you're not if you're an outer borough resident or a Long Islander or a Westchester resident that has to work in Manhattan, you don't want to pay between nine dollars and twenty three dollars for the privilege of coming to work every day. So um, that being said, the state is just deep blue. And I don't see any way that Zeldin can can uh, can win, especially in light of this abortion. But how did Pataki win? Well, first of all, the abortion decision. Um, has left this abortion question to the state, and that means you could totally run on this. Yeah, but wait a second. But if you're Lee Zeldin yeah. and you come out and you go, listen, folks, the facts are abortion is legal in New York. It is not a, a debate-worthy topic in this state. If I was running for governor in, oh, I don't know, give me a state that it's not legal in. Uh, uh, Texas. Great. In Texas, then that would be a talking point. But you cannot vote for somebody on an issue that's not an issue in New York. If he does that, well, what's to talk about? Right, uh, because the the everybody knows, even the casual pro-choice voter, that this is now a state decision. So uh, Zeldin, who's already expressed a willingness to go around the legislature on issues like bail reform, expressed a willingness to go around the voters on issues like removing the Manhattan DA, who's to say he's not going to appoint a health commissioner that's pro-life and uh, make abortion rights more restrictive in New York. And there was that rumor that he was considering doing that a couple of exactly, months ago. Exactly. And so if you're a pro-choice voter, um, even if you're not crazy about Z- Hochul because of crime, if you're not crazy about Hochul because of the Buffalo Bills boondoggle, um, that's enough to turn you off. But that being said, the normal way that New York votes is Democrat. You almost need a perfect storm to get uh, to get a Republican elected statewide. You mentioned George Pataki. 
Pataki ran as a moderate Republican at, in 94. You know, he – Zeldin is a conservative Republican, and especially how New York Democrats are viewing Trump supporters as almost we're from another planet. The fact that Zeldin voted the way he did on January 6th, that sort of confirms a lot of Democrats' worst fears about Trump supporters as well. Zeldin is not running as a Giuliani-style – when I say Giuliani, I mean 1993 Giuliani – a Giuliani-style or a Pataki-style Republican. He's running as a Trump Republican. Gotcha. So before we wrap this up now. I, I hope he wins. I don't want right. to pay the $23. I know, no, I know I'm voting for him. You'll come back next week. We'll talk about some other uh, less uh, serious stuff. But sure. You're so good at this. Do you expect turnout to be better this year? Or will it be much of the same? I actually think it will be a little higher than it was four years ago uh, because of the congressional races, which are unusually competitive. I I think the lower ticket races and the competition among them is actually going to drive turnout up for all the races. I think that's certainly a good thing. Why do you look so handsome? You're a very handsome guy anyway, but why are you all dressed up today? Uh, Last night I went out to see Tony Danza at 54 Below. Oh, you did go to that. He was terrific. He was on the show last week. I know. I know. That's why I I went. Now, when you woke up to him, do you go, I'm Sid Rosenberg's friend, say hello to me? (laughs) Or you're going to tell me you know him, he was at my wedding, he hangs out with John Gotti Jr. I, I, uh, I didn't get the opportunity to talk to him last oh. night. I, 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 he walked right by me and had clearly no recognition of, of who I was at all. But I will say this about Tony Danza. Whenever I do run into him, which, you know, is pretty regularly, he always is kind enough to pretend like he remembers who he I am, which, who which is nice. No, which he is knows nice. who you are. That's, you, um, that's all I'm asking. Most people that I meet that are ABC fans really do love you. Well, that's nice. I They're appreciate like, that. That guy, Frank Rano, is really smart, and you are, so. Well, that you're very kind, and... Uh, I am sorry that uh, we're both off the market dating-wise and we're not eligible to date Marjorie Taylor Greene, right? I mean, <laughs> she's she is now... getting divorced, right? Yes, yeah. yes, because well, of an affair with her tantric sex instructor or I something. I saw that. Well, at the gym or yes. something, right? Yeah, but well, yeah. that's another yeah, affair. But very uh, dangerous. Um, el- D.C.'s most eligible congresswoman. Oh, she's gone. There she is. And uh, it looks like Tom Brady's wife may be out there, too. Yeah, yeah, that's a sad That 12-year marriage may be ending, according to the New York Post. Yeah. Well, we'll know. see what happens. You think he should have retired? Well, they're 2-1. and one. Yeah. He's playing pretty good football. I mean, he had a chance to even beat Green Bay on Sunday. So, I mean, a- a- according to what his wife wants, he should have retired. Mm-hmm. Because who-, who wants to live with an unhappy wife? Right. But in terms of football ability, he's got some left. I uh, I think you're right. I just wonder, is it worth the toll it's on not. his personal Nothing's life? worth the toll. No, nothing is worth it. Trust me. It, what would he be making as a commentator? $25, $30 million? Doesn't he have some contract waiting for him the day after he retires? $400 million from yeah, Fox Sports. Unbelievable. I know. But it's so, in their blood, man. It's I hear they you. Do. I hear it's you. like one day, God forbid, God forbid, somebody takes a microphone away from you. Oh, you're going to be it. You're going through a withdrawal like a junk. <laughs> like a junk. And then you'll be doing like the show in the house for Rachel. And she'll be like, Frank, you're not on the radio anymore. And you'll be like, oh my God, don't remind me. Right All you right. Know. Have a good weekend, my friend. Thank you, you for inviting me on. He is, uh, you're great. You really are. Frank Morano does an amazing job. Other Side of Midnight, a really great show. And he talks about everything from politics to fun stuff to weird stuff like UFOs. And, uh, That's I right. Know. He's kind of a strange guy, Frank. But, I am. Yeah. But I love him. And he's very bright. And he's a great guest. We'll wrap it up. Come back with some more great guests today, including my new best friend out of the great state of Louisiana, Steve Scalise, coming up at 740. Andrew Giuliani, that's a real best friend, coming up at 840. Lydia reports and beats it. This is Adam Duritz and the Counting Crows from the great album August and Everything After, Mr. Jones.